I'm Stephen, and you're listening to Socially Business Podcast. Thanks, Stephen. And yeah, and thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak to us. It's an honor to have you on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're more than welcome. So um, I found you on TikTok, but for people who don't know who you are, can you give us a short description of kind of, you know, who you are and um, what made you start posting content online? Yeah, sure thing. So my name is Stephen Salazar. I graduated from mechanical engineering a few years ago. I was kind of disenfranchised with my job. I wasn't really liking it. So I started my 3D printing business, SoCal3D. And the reason I started posting content, especially on TikTok, is to kind of market myself, get the word out there about my inventions and see if people would like them. And it's taken off so far. It's doing well. <laughs> it's definitely doing well. And um, so if I look at my numbers, um, when I checked earlier, please correct me if it's wrong, but 204,000 followers on TikTok. Is that correct? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's more updated than I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of your previous videos, 5.1 million views. How, um, how has that changed your life at all? Oh, it's changed my life so much, so, so fast, like in a span of just overnight, basically. So last night I, or last week, I posted a TikTok, basically my story saying why I quit my job, why I started this business, why I'm passionate about it. And I woke up in the morning and it just took off. It had like a million views and I had I had sold out my whole store overnight pretty much. And so the way the 3D printing works, it takes quite a while to print each each um, like object. And I only have three 3D printers right now and I was getting like a hundred sales a day. So since then I've had to buy another 15. I'm planning on like renovating one of my rooms in my house to to support this. Uh, this is definitely going to be my full-time gig now. And it makes me super excited and fulfilled to know that I'm making things that other people enjoy. Did you ever think that I'm going to post these videos on TikTok and they are going to get millions of views never no. <laughs> no. Like never never in my my wildest dreams like because honestly before I started my business I never posted on social media before like at all like my personal social media is absolutely dead I haven't posted on it in probably four or five years hmm. um I've more so started posting for my business just because I knew it was a necessity I knew it was something I had to do and for the longest of times I didn't put in a lot of effort because I thought, you know, it's not my thing. I'm not good at it. Um, I'll never get any any decent amount of views, any views to actually make a difference. Um, and then that kind of all changed when I started posting to TikTok. I got a career coach and she really encouraged me to, to put myself out there and to be more vulnerable. I think that's the biggest difference is that I was willing to be vulnerable in front of, you know, 10, 20 people at first because I was only getting like five likes at first. Mm -hmm. And then... It basically with TikTok, it it, all, it can all change overnight pretty much. I woke up and one of my videos went viral, and, and then it just kind of started going from there. Yeah, no, that that's incredible, and I I yeah. love that story as well because it it allows you to now go full, uh, you know, head first into something that you absolutely love, which is people's dreams. Um, yeah. How long did it take? You know, I'm scrolling through your account now, but how long did it take for uh, one of your pieces to kind of blow up? Um, the first video that got really popular, it's got like maybe two or three million views now. Um, I posted it and then it took probably a week for it to blow up. It didn't get any significant amount of views. And then probably like a week after it just randomly caught the algorithm or something. And it got a lot of views and a lot of traction and a lot of orders. Um, and so that's when I kind of first thought, oh, maybe I should 
I could keep doing this. Maybe I can actually support myself with this. <laughs> and so that kind of little bit of incremental uh, success kind of encouraged me to do a lot more. Amazing. So um, you said that, you, you know, you've completely sold out on your store, which is, again, incredible. So congratulations on that. Thank but you. How um, going forwards, how are you going to deal with the high demand of people? And do you expect that high <coughs> demand of people to drop off? Um, yeah, I expect, I definitely expect that, um, that demand to drop off because with TikTok, it seems like you get like little bursts of activity where you get one video gets picked up by the algorithm and you get a bunch of orders and then kind of slows down for maybe a few days and then you post another video or another video gets picked up by the algorithm. Um, but in order to prepare for that like high demand, because I'm so behind on orders, I, I only had three 3D printers right now. I actually ordered another 15. So those should be here in about a month and that'll help me catch back up with the massive demand that I've received so far. Mm. So, yeah, so, so that intrigues me. So you've bought 15 new machines, which is, you know, in itself must be a, a, a big expense. Yeah, I did, um, it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. So um, are you now day after day continuing to get even more and more orders or are you buying those machines just to cover the, the orders that sold out your store? um both so i'm still getting orders i'm like on back order right now I'm, i tell people it'll, it'll be a while just because i'm so backed up on orders yeah um so yeah i got those printers to catch up and to also fulfill all the new orders that i get and if the demand increases then i'll buy more printers fair enough no, that is <laughs> yeah. absolutely fair enough and i love that answer so um yeah I'm, i've made a note here that at the minute you see a lot of um uh, small business TikTok is what it's called. So there's lots of people that yeah. really want a, a small business to explode and grow like yours has. Um, I want to kind of, you know, educate people on the fact that if it does blow up, you're going to have a massive amount of work to be able to keep up with the orders. So oh, yeah. like you said, you've bought 15 new machines. If someone is say a candle maker, and they blow up overnight and their store gets, you know, thousands and thousands of orders, it could be quite overwhelming. So for, for anybody listening that thinks that, you know, it, it is the dream for a business to take off, but you've got to make sure that you can, you know, ride that wave and then go back to some kind of normality afterwards. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's, that's, there's, I've had to like strike a good balance because it has been overwhelming just putting together orders all day, every day. And I have to remind myself, this is a good thing. And this means I'm being successful. Like sometimes after a long day, I'll be, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. But because I'm doing it for myself, my own business, rather than some job I'm working for, it makes me want to do it a lot more because I'm investing in myself. And it feels a lot more powerful to work for yourself rather than for someone else. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just remind, remind myself, this is a good thing and <laughs> I'm in a good position. And I think I'm also in a unique position with 3D printing because, you know, I'm not a candle maker. I'm not someone who needs to hand make into, uh, all of these. I still have to put in some handmade assembly into all of the products, mm -hmm. but I'm still able to buy 15 printers and have them all running at the same time. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. Um, I think I know what you're going to say, but where do you come up with the ideas for your products? Uh, by 
by living life honestly <laughs> like the the way that i come up with products is i see an in, like a minor inconvenience maybe it's a major inconvenience i'm like i could make something that could fix this <laughs> and then i also uh, listen to a lot of people i've been getting a lot of good suggestions from all the feedback on tiktok instagram um etsy some people email me so i'm always listening to if someone has a good idea or the thing is like if multiple people have the same idea i'm probably going to make it a product that's just a good idea probably again for anybody listening who's thinking about what content can they create think about things in your life that you're struggling with or if there's you know a solution that you could come up to something then that could be the content you create yeah um, um can i say something okay. about that yeah because it's just something about um content like i don't post a lot of youtube videos but my most popular YouTube video by far, it's something, it's a tutorial I created on something that I was looking for and I couldn't find. So I, I think one of the uh, best ways that I figured out like what to make is whenever I search for something and it's not there. If, if, if I'm searching for it, I'm sure other people are. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a demand there. Yeah, no, that, that's, um, that's perfect. And I think, you know, people can really take that away from this that, you know, solve a solution, but solve your own solutions first. And then yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a great way to do it. Let's, um, let's touch on YouTube then. Do you have any plans going forward? I know you're a very busy man at the minute, sorry, at the minute fulfilling orders, but have you got any plans going forward to, to touch on YouTube a bit more? Um, I, yeah, I do have more plans to post tutorials to YouTube eventually, because at the moment I only have two tutorials and they're basically on Infusion 360, which is a program to design parts in CAD, which is um, computer-aided design. It's basically just how you design parts for manufacturing. So whether you want to CNC mill it or 3D print it, it's generally the way that you design parts nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, so Fusion 360, it's a free platform for students and for people who are willing to lie about being a student. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a great platform for, for teaching people who are just getting into it. It's pretty easy to use, um, but it's also very, uh, what's the word? It's, you can do a lot on it. Yeah, universal. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm planning on making a few more Fusion 360 tutorials, but mainly right now I'm focusing on TikTok. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And, and you know, you've got good reason to focus on TikTok with 2,000 <laughs> people being there. So what would you say about kind of focusing in on a niche and producing content about uh, a specific niche? Um, I think if it's super narrow, then you have to make it enjoyable to more people as well. I think the reason that even though 3D printing, it's a relatively small niche, I think the reason that my content is doing well is because people can see themselves using my products in their lives. It solves a problem that that they have and it's something that they they've probably been inconvenienced by without thinking about it really. And mm -hmm. so by making your, <clears throat> I don't know, I guess your content applicable to more than just people in your niche, got kind of broaden it, but at the same time, uh, don't don't stray too far from what makes you you. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think that's what's led me to success so far. Yeah, no, that's, that's um, really good advice. So thank you for that. Um, I want to talk money and please, this doesn't mean you know, precise money and you don't, have to <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, but you know, for, for people listening in, 
some people will create content online just to entertain. Some people nowadays are creating content online purely to make money. So um, for people you know, listening to this podcast, what advice would you give someone who wants to start selling products online? Like what would be their first step to go and do? Uh, the first step would to definitely file the proper business. Uh, what's it called? It's documents. The, yeah, the documents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to file. Um, depends on what state you live in, what country you live in. Make sure you cover all your bases legally first. Um, that's what I would do, number one. Secondly is kind of figure out what kind of who you want your audience to be. So when my first product, it was the cup holder adapter. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, a bunch of people have these oversized water bottles that don't fit in their car's cup holders. So I thought, okay, who has who has water bottles or who has reusable water bottles? People who are conscious about um, the environment and people who uh, want to reduce plastic waste probably. And so I thought, okay, how can I target these people? And initially, that was very hard. Initially, I had no success at all because I was trying to market on Facebook and Instagram and the ads, they didn't pay for themselves, honestly. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of small business business leaders have been there, um, didn't get your ROI. It was just not fun to deal with. Um, And then... I think the reason TikTok work just works so well for small businesses is because you're able to get millions of views with zero followers at all. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of how I started marketing towards, uh, I guess, environmentally conscious people. Because you know, on when you set up ads on Facebook, you can kind of set your audience, but even even that doesn't work very well. So my my advice is to just try and use tiktok honestly <laughs> no definitely i um if anybody ever asked me so i i work in digital marketing myself and i've had people ask me before you know should i spend money on advertising at the start and i think yes but i would not personally i would not use facebook ads anymore i would have done a little while back um but i think nowadays they entice you to spend money with them but then they always need a motive for you to come back. It's, my, it's always in the back of my mind for, for some reason. Yeah. As a small business to begin with, I would definitely you know recommend trying to use as much of your social power as you can. I know you only have a small a small social following to begin with, but you know you can you can target locally, um, and you can you can really work from the ground up instead of spending so much money on advertising, like you said. Um, yeah when retargeting doesn't work it, it can really make people feel quite low so yeah use what you can that's free first and, and definitely look at all of the different social platforms again like tiktok you can have no followers but be put in front of millions of people like youtube you can have no subscribers it's a lot harder but your video can be put in lots of people so um yeah that's really good advice thank you so um the question i messed up on earlier <laughs> the, the money that you make yeah. I know obviously you have products, so you have a very, you know, a very simple, simple sales funnel. TikTok or advertising goes into your website. Is there any other ways that you make money online? Uh, not at the moment. I'm hope, 
hoping to diversify. Um, so like, I'm hoping to, like I signed up for the TikTok Greater Fund recently. Yeah. Hopefully that'll bring in some money, but so far it's just been like pocket change. They don't pay a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any other online revenue streams, but at the time or right now I'm hoping to try and get into contact with PetSmart and other local uh, pet stores to sell that, that poop bag buddy to hold your dog's waste bags. Cause yeah. I think that's really useful and a lot of people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, no. And it, as I say, if I saw it uh, in a shop local to us, I'd, I'd pick it up. No problem. It's, it's something that I think. <laughs> awesome. Life, so <laughs> you've done a good job doing that. No, thank you. It, it's good. I think people can see big numbers on a social account and think, you know, that they must be making money here, there and everywhere. But no. if you're solely working on a product, it must be so hard to think about diversifying when you're really indulged in the product you're <clears throat> um, No, That's a really good, a really good thing to say. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. Like I, I, re- I really need to, because I, I know I'm going to need help eventually. I really need to find like a social media manager or something just because i know i can't i'm not going to be able to do it this all on my own eventually like yeah. it scaled so much in the past week i i really need to bring other people on eventually probably yeah definitely it's going to be one of my questions actually so um i i've watched uh, a lot of the gymshark story i'm not sure if you're familiar with uh oh, it, yeah yeah the clothing company for uh, athletes and stuff yeah um and he's from he's from Birmingham, which is about an hour away from where I live currently. Um, at the start, they were making everything themselves, and then obviously they had to take the tough decision to either continue to grow the business or stay where they are. Do you think you would get to a point, or would you be happy expanding this to the point where you lose control of some of it, or would you rather keep it smaller and hope that you can keep a handle on everything? Um, probably a mixture of both. Because I know that in order to scale, I'm not, it's, I'm not going to be able to do this all alone. Eventually, I'm going to need help. Um, but just in the short term, right now, probably within the next six months, I, I see myself keeping control of most of it just because I could probably run, you know, 18, 20 printers at once myself. I could put that all together. I'll probably need help assembling some stuff. But um, short, term, short term vision is uh, I'm going to run it. But in the future, who knows? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Step, step by step pace. Step yeah, by exactly. Step. Um, I don't want to darken the mood because we're having a really good conversation, but a lot, of, um, a lot of people will talk about social media in a negative way and they'll talk about how the numbers are addictive and a lot of young people are getting addicted to social media in total. I know you said you don't normally post on social media and it's something that you don't normally do, but has any of this kind of got to you in any kind of way you know has the, yeah. has the rising numbers got to you has the has any of it kind of made you think or affected you in any way uh, mentally i've caught myself once doing this actually i i woke up one morning I, I i go to bed one night and my video it's probably at like 3 million views and i woke up and it was at 3.1 million views i remember thinking oh man only 0.1 and then in that moment i caught myself cuz i was like are you seriously like sad about a hundred thousand views Yeah. and just, just reminding myself that, wow, this is a hundred high schools worth of kids yeah. <laughs> looking at my videos and appreciating them. And cause I, I just do my best to stay grounded. Cause when I first started, I remember I would get like 10 likes and 
I, I read a comment and said, uh, oh man, like only 10 likes, that's not a lot. But another good way to look at it is, it, look at it is you've positively affected 10 people. Yeah. So no matter how many views or likes I get, I do my best to, to read all the comments and to really appreciate everyone's support, individual support, because eventually it just becomes statistics, you know, numbers. But I try and remember that every every like that's a that's a person who double tapped. Yeah, no, that's and I think it's really important, isn't it? And there's a big thing of um, you know people building an audience online and then trying to trying to monetize it too early or you know distancing themselves from the people that actually have got you to the position you're in. So staying humble and, and being like that is a, is a really good way to be. So it's, you know, I, I think that people really buy into small businesses. So mm. the video that blew up for you was yeah. where you said, you know, I can leave my job. I'm doing what I love. Thank you very much, which is great. And I think people really buy into that. But yeah. when a business starts to get much bigger, do you think that they will still care as much about you and your journey? Or do you think you'll, you'll have a lot of people that drop off from that? Um, it's probably expected that, you know, some people are going to think, oh, he's just a shell to the money, but I really never want to become that. I'm, I really want to stay true to my ideals, always remind myself why I did this. And hopefully by staying authentic, people will see that and hopefully they'll continue this journey with me and follow me on this journey towards wherever this leads me. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. What would you, if someone said to you, I want to go and do, you know, three things after listening to this you've really motivated me what yeah. would three steps be um i would say my first step is just do it honestly for me when i was making my products i spent way too much time trying to get everything perfect if there's a market for it they'll be interested in it and they'll give you feedback and uh you'll you'll be able to improve your product from there um and then second second thing i would do is I would, I would definitely ask my friends about it. I would get feedback from the people who I, I trust and I respect. I, I show all my products to my friends, my family. And when, when they tell me, they're like, oh man, this is so cool. That gives me, it gives me more confidence to kind of continue and do what I'm doing. So I'd say just go for it. Talk to your family and friends. And eventually there's going to come a point where your friends and family aren't going to be able to help you anymore. And so something that I, I feel like has benefited me a lot is get a coach or some type of career coach. Um, so I worked with this woman named Renee. She runs this business called uh, Leadership. You can find her on LinkedIn. And she really helped me kind of like come out of my shell because a big thing about kind of just doing business and content creation is kind of fake it till you make it. <laughs> like no one's going to give you respect unless you respect yourself. So part of that is kind of something that helped me a lot is creating this alter ego for yourself. When you're feeling kind of like shy or nervous, you need an alter ego of yourself, someone who you can step into to be that best version of yourself. And you can give them a name or something, something that, inspires confidence in you and so whenever you're feeling down or kind of unsure about yourself you want to put on your she she calls my ceo cap <laughs> and put on your boss pants and step into that person who you know you can be that's amazing and i think that's really really good advice so thank you so much for that um 
Okay, so if, uh, you know, if people have been motivated by what you said, um, where can they find your content? They can find me on Etsy at uh, Etsy.shop/socal3d, and you can also find me on TikTok at Socal3d, at Instagram at Socal3d, and on Facebook I'm at Socal3d Prints. Perfect, and we'll make sure that we, you know, put a link in the description of both the podcast and um, the YouTube channel. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, it will be in the show notes, um, and if you're listening or watching this on YouTube, it will be in the description. So. Um, Again, thank you so much, uh, Stephen, for taking the time to speak to us. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. So, um, yeah, I hope everything goes and continues to go well with your business. And um, hopefully we'll speak again soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. No, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.